You know, we're very fortunate in this place. Very fortunate. Very fortunate. You know, some people are looking for a church. They're just looking for just a good church, good pastor. But I'm looking for more. I'm looking for his presence. Um, I'm looking for his anointing. I'm looking for his hand. You know, as much as we see the Lord do so many great things, I can also see the enemy's hand so very busy. So very busy. And, uh, we need an army of people like you to rise. Not only in this nation, but in the nations. You know, I met so many people in the United Kingdom that so really received encouragement. They need it. We all need encouragement. But sometimes in a place like this, you get used to the presence of the Lord. You get used to the presence of the Lord always showing up and, you know, the moment that we worship. We get used to the people that we work with, right? We get used to what used to be real fresh to us for the first six weeks of being here. We can get used to that. Because it's not the norm. And all you have to do is step outside of here. You can get a lot of good praise, a lot of good worship. You can get places with excellent spirit. You can get places, you know, where they'll rub you back, comb your hair. They'll have a hard job combing mine, but they'll comb your hair. They'll, they'll do anything. But it's hard, hard to find a place that truly believes truly believes number one in what God can do number two in what God can do through each one of us and I know I'm not normal and I've had lots of people tell me over the years that if I would just calm it down and just teach the word you know we, we grow this place big 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 yet, you know, I got word this week that a couple that used to work with us are starting a church here in the United States of America, Taylor and Carissa. And that just thrills me to my core. That's right. I got another text this week that another couple that used to come here and were here and sent me a text this week and said, Pastor, thank you for everything that was put in us at Millennial because... Zach and Claudia and I are youth pastors at another church in Texas. And these are the things that thrill me to the core. To see people taking the call of God and utilizing it. I want you to lift your hands all over this room. Whether it be business, whether it be the church, whether it be just your family, we gotta see fruit. 
prophecy fruit. It's not good enough for me just to have a good church. It's not good enough for me to have an orchard just with lots of trees, but there's no fruit in the trees. Just to have a field with lots of trees is a wonderful thing. Oh, I've got lots of trees in my field. But what makes it orchard is the trees that bear the fruit that have the power within themselves to reproduce. Made me so happy coming back here today. And I know some of you don't understand that because, you know, let's just get on with it, Pastor. Sing a song. Preach your message and let me go home. I've tried over the years thinking about getting a a service to 58 minutes. I've tried maybe thinking about getting the worship to 15 minutes. I'm bringing my message down to 28 minutes so that I can put it on TV. personality that's why the Lord even took time to write that you have many teachers but very few fathers so we can go all over the world ourselves the next teacher but God is truly in the divine rights of relationship that's where true inheritance if parents don't want a baby they're given up for adoption and the parent that really wants that child will treat that child in a way that even the birth parent would never you know I've fathered many people in the, in the church world they were put up for adoption because their real spiritual fathers really didn't care for them too much that doesn't make me a big thing in actual fact I'm very humbled I walk in here this morning and I see your faces 
see your lives. And I sense that same spirit. same precious spirit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I say to God, make my feet like glue that will keep me to the path that shines brightly regardless of what comes, regardless of what Satan will try to do. Help me stick face to face with you so that that anointing, that anointing, parents, your little babies are dependent on you. Aren't born yet. Teach them the true sense of legacy. get some man-sized tissues and not these little wussy things here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I know things are in a budget, but can we get, please, thicker Kleenex. Hallelujah. For the Lord is good. Are you glad you're here? Let's just honor the Lord this morning. Honor the Lord. Hallelujah. Honor the Lord. Honor Him. For you'll see the goodness of God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. 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 Come on, glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. I'd like to minister to you just for a few minutes, if I may on the subject of wisdom. <laughs> I believe that the Spirit of the Lord has spoken to me about these next few months. We've come into a new year with the Hebrick calendar, 5783. And I believe that you can take from the Greek that it's a year of revelation or a year of exposure 
or a year of revealing. But I don't want you to take that negatively. I want you to take it also positively. That some things that we so desperately need to know are going to be revealed to us for this time. You all agree with this? So for this, we're going to have to walk in wisdom. If you remember, over the last couple of years, the Spirit of the Lord came to me in prayer and started to minister to me out of Isaiah 11. I would speak over spirit of wisdom and knowledge, the reverential fear of the Lord. I would keep declaring these things and have declared these things many times over the years because I knew that mere knowledge, intellectualism, is not going to cut it when it comes to the plan and the purpose of God for wise dealings in the affairs of family, this church, the kingdom of God, is going to take a greater working. Amen. Amen. And that is the same for you and your family, for your marriage, to navigate these days. In the United States, we're coming up to midterms. What does that look like? Well, God knows. But our focus is not on the plan of man and everything that man says he will do. That's what gets us into trouble. I'll fix the roads, I'll do this, I'll go to whatever, and I'll do this. It's wonderful listening to what man says he will do, but how many people know that a lot of people when they get to office never get done what they said they would do? I'll try this side over here. But what is it that God said he would do? And so my hope and my trust is in the Lord. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not in your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your path. I believe that there is wisdom coming physically, relationally, financially. I will say that again. Physically, relationally, and financially. I'm going to say it one more time. Physically, relationally, and financially. There are things in your body that is going wrong that wisdom will put right. Not a declaration of faith but wisdom. There are things going wrong relationally. Confession will not put right, but wisdom will. There are things that aren't working outright financially. No matter how much you declare, because it's wisdom that will set it right. Keep it right. And it will never be wrong again. How many people receive this? I've said this over the years. God is not the God of the bailout. (laughs) 
In 1 Corinthians 1.30, it says that Jesus was made unto us wisdom. It didn't say that he was made unto us the Balo. He was made unto us wisdom. He didn't ask us to look around the world for the best opportunity. He asked us to receive wisdom from above, of which Jesus was made to us wisdom. So within every single one of us is the wisdom of Almighty God. And within it is capacity to give us everything physically, relationally, and financially that we could ever use this side of the dividing line of eternity. How many people will accept this? So you're going very slow, Pastor. I'm being very deliberate because I want you to get it, and I sense the anointing to deliver this. Hallelujah. I want you to declare this. Optimum October is leading me into notorious November. I had the Lord come to me when I was away and give me somewhat of what this next year is about. And that we are to begin the stages of discipling a move of God. You're going to see some things shift a little bit. That we're going to begin to see this move of God become more discipled in more ways. Because you can look around to think that's a move, that's a move, that's a move, that's a move. But there's a move coming that's going to need the wisdom of God, not just the power of God. Because if power could sustain it, then no revival would have fizzled out. And the only reason that it did fizzle out was because the wisdom of God was reduced to the wisdom of man. And the power of God was replaced by the power of man. And the systems of our God were replaced by the systems of man. So what came in the spirit ended up in the flesh. And because you can become so used to doing things a certain way, you actually can move beyond the anointing. What is flesh? Trying to do the will of God man's way. That's it. In a sentence. Trying to do the will of God man's way. Well, it was never supposed to be done with anything naturally that you have except the ability and the gifting that he has given you but the plan of God was to be accomplished with his power his anointing that's the truth now you can step outside of that and you are so gifted as a creation of God fearfully and wonderfully made that you can go ahead you are so powerfully made that you can 
prosper with thy doing. But yet you weren't meant to. For he said that when you have built your houses, built your businesses, become wealthy, become rich, become prosperous, do not forget that it was I who gave you the power to do this. Why? So that his covenant would be established. So things are about to change for you physically. If you're not feeling well in your body today, get ready. It's about to change. If your relationships are not too good today, get ready. It's about to change. And financially, if things are not too good with you right now, you could listen. You could be living in the palace at Buckingham Palace and still be loaded with debt. That is not prosperity. It's not. Lift your hand and say, I receive the goodness of God. I am a tree, and I bear much fruit. Within that apple has the optimum yield, the potential that cannot be numbered within you and your fruit has the potential optimum yield that cannot be numbered hallelujah 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 isn't the Lord good I want you to go, please, to Proverbs 1. Hallelujah. I am determined that all of us are coming out of debt. And I don't care what the naysayers say. Because you have an inheritance of a father that is wealthy beyond measure and has no problem you being wealthy beyond measure also <laughs> I'm looking forward to the days that we'll not even have to have a gift day on the 6th of November that every time we meet will be a gift day some of you missed that because you're thinking about what you don't have instead of thinking about what he has. Every good and perfect thing comes down from our Father. So if you were thinking about giving a thousand, double it up. Put your faith out there. Believe. It's not trying to get money. It's simply you saying, I believe more in abundance than I do in lack. Say that with me. I believe more in abundance than I do in lack. I believe more in healing than I do in sickness. Do you believe this today? Come on, do you really believe it? 
Proverbs chapter 1. The Proverbs, the truths, the obscurely expressed maxims and parables of Solomon, son of David, king of Israel, that people may know. I want you to take a look at this. Now, everybody look at it. That people may know skillful and godly wisdom, instruction, discern, and comprehend the words of understanding and insight. Receive instruction in wise dealing. Underline that or highlight that. And the discipline of wise thoughtfulness, righteousness, justice, and integrity. That prudence may be given to the simple and knowledge, discretion, and discernment to the youth. The wise also will hear and increase in learning. I want you to shout, your, shout out, that's me right there. Come on, say it like you mean it. That is me. I am wise and I increase in learning. And the person of understanding will acquire skill and attain to sound counsel that he may or she may be able to steer his course rightly. You see, even in leadership, I've said this for years now to even other ministers that look to me, to God in me, is that, that my leadership style is not a strong hand, but it's more of a steering. It's more of a steering because that's how I see the Father. It's a choice. It's the act of the will. You can't break people to make them do it. But you can help lead. They will follow. But it's more by steering than demand. It takes a little longer because the easiest thing in the world would be to dictate. But you know what I've learned about that? That if the Lord brings you and I tell you what I want, and that's all I want, I may miss everything else that you actually can do because I am so boxed to what I want you to do. How many people understood what I just said? So you don't come as a box. You come full of potential. That I know somewhat of what we need to do. That's just the first rung of the ladder. But please show me what else you can do. <laughs> Leadership is a revealing of those who are following. It draws out the best in everyone, even at the leader's expense. Because sometimes you can reveal to people who they truly are, and then they must go to be that. It would be easier for the leader to not reveal in others who they are. Just demand and dictate what it is I want and keep everybody here for myself. I'll try this section over here. But the truth of it is, is that you must raise people up in agreement with what the plan and the purpose of God is. Not a man's decision, 
of delusions of grandeur. But the actualities and the appropriation of who they really are. It is our job as a leadership, I can tell you, to help you find who it is you are. And I thank God people are finding that. Hallelujah. I want you to say this, no weapon formed against me. Shall ever prosper. Say it again. The enemy comes against me one way, he will flee from me. How many people actually believe that? I believe that. That means if the enemy ever touches you, he has to flee from you seven, seven ways. I want you to lift your hand and say, I'm in faith for a thousand times as much. Let's start there. Don't multiply by a hundred anymore. Lift it up to a thousand times as much. How many people receive that? But it's just not because you're confessing. It's the wisdom that's going to produce it. So say, I believe I have wisdom working in the inside of me. Jesus is wisdom. And he lives within me. In Jesus' name. Look at this. The wise who will hear and increase in learning and the person of understanding will acquire skill and attain to sound counsel so that he may be able to steer his course rightly. That people may understand a proverb and a figure of speech or an enigma with its interpretation and the words of the wise and their dark sayings or riddles. The reverent and worshipful fear of the Lord is the beginning and the principal and choice part of knowledge. Its starting point. Are you ready? Its starting point and its essence. But fools despise skillful and godly wisdom, instruction, and discipline. My son, hear the instruction of your father. Reject not nor forsake the teaching of your mother. For they are a victor's chaplet, garland of grace upon your head, and chains and pendants of gold worn by kings for your neck. There's nothing in this that is talking about fake jewelry. Wisdom wants to produce the real thing. I want you to say this. I declare that in these years coming, before the rapture, I will acquire the real things that belong to God. The earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof. Then how many people believe that diamonds then belong to the Lord? How many people believe that gold belongs? How many people believe that the minerals of the earth belong to God? How many people believe that wisdom can help you? What I'm talking today will help you more than a prayer line. I want you to look at your neighbor and say, we're shifting gears. Come on, say it like you mean it. We are shifting gears. You've heard us declare it. We're seeing houses paid off. Come on, release your faith. Come on, 
Come on. Debt's paid. Debt's canceled. Come on. Come on, shut it up. I'm not going further into debt. Come on. Come on. I'm not going further into debt just to live. Now, I can see people using the system and all of those different to acquire money and all of those different things. But if you are in debt just to live, that has to change today. I'm going to say that one more time. If you were in debt just to live, that has to change today. I'm going to say it one more time. If you are in debt just to live, just to go to the grocery store, it has to change today. Lift your hands and thank the Lord. Come on, I'm not saying you're that person, but just thank him. In your section, just thank him. Those that are listening, just thank him. Hallelujah. Benasola papramaya. Benzola prapadaska nainjila kakalanzai. Bonjela paprambadanzala papraniski. Menzela paprabanansola piandangri tititi. Yanjolo paprapadasolo manjil kadaini. Manjola kapana. Come on, shut it out. Things are changing. My faith is growing. In the name of Jesus, I have the wisdom of God in the inside of me. I know exactly what it is I need to do. I know exactly where it is I need to go. I know exactly what it is that needs to happen. In the name of Jesus, the Lord positions me with the wise. And because I am with the wise, I am becoming wiser. Come on, everybody. Are you ready for this? Shut it out. I'm getting wiser. Come on, shut it out. I'm getting wiser. Come on, shut it out. I'm getting wiser. God is putting wise people around me. Wise people that know how to do what it is that needs to be done. In the name of Jesus. Great days of acquisition. Shut it out. Great days of acquisition. And I'm going to be strong physically to enjoy every moment of it. In the name of Jesus. I'm telling you. I was amazed as we went around the United Kingdom, the strength that we all had. I watched my wife, 57 years of age, I'm telling you, take on any 20 year old. She'd take you on hands down and win. For she's on a mission every single, I'm telling you, every day she is on a mission and she is going to get it done. And we're all coming along behind her. We walked miles, drift miles, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of miles. Sustained, quickened, strengthened. See, just when your body wants to say something to you, you rise in the wisdom of God and you speak back to that. And you say, that's not the way it's going to be. For greater is he that is in me than he that is in the... I said, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Slap your body and say, you're going to live longer than what you ever thought. Come on, slap it again. Slap it, slap it. In the name of Jesus, come on, the wisdom of God is going to keep you living. The wisdom of God is going to keep you living. I want you to shut it out. I'm not going to die anytime soon. In the name of Jesus, I'm going to live long. I'm going to live strong. In the name of Jesus, and every cell in my body is going to be shouting glory to Almighty God. Why? Because He infuses us with inner strength. 
Shadonai wisdom is the principal thing. I don't eat meat anymore. I'm a vegetarian. I'm a vegan. Let me tell you something. You have to be led by God. Don't you be going from ditch to ditch. There's agendas out there. There's agendas out there all over the place, ladies and gentlemen. There's people out there with agendas that want to get, I'm telling you, want to get you into this and into that. You are led by the Spirit of the Lord. Amen. Come on, shut it up. I'm done with the chandas of man. In the name of Jesus, you eat by the wisdom of God. You live by the wisdom of God. You act by the wisdom of God. Not because some guru has come along and said, now we all have to be vegetarians. No, God is the one who blesses us. Coming in and going on. And you have wisdom what to put in your mouth. And what not to put in your mouth. Now my wife's getting in on the whole thing. Security, if she says anything more, usher her out. How many people's glad you came? Well, I liked it when you were quiet this morning and just, well, I tell you, that's it, it's over. Well, I think, Cindy, you should be doing whatever. Well, what does God say about that? Because your blood type may be different than my type, my blood type. And your body may need something that my body doesn't need. And I could be telling you what works for me, and it can jack you up and mess you up because it's man's wisdom and it's not the wisdom of God. Prayer is what brings the wisdom of God. Prayer is what unlocks the wisdom of God. Not a doctor sitting behind a desk. It is the wisdom of Almighty God that can rise within you and you can actually tell the doctor. Now, I'm all for you doing your research on the earth, but please make sure that you're praying. Please make sure that you're researching on your knees in the spirit, unlocking wisdom. Run into every doctor, asking them what they think is never going to solve it. They're going to tell you what they know. But I know one who knows everything. I said I know one who knows everything. He knew he goes, that's why when God told, told me I am among those who will help you get ready for those that I am bringing your direction in the name of Jesus and I am telling you I am arms open wide for those that God is bringing to help me so that I can live strong and live long on the earth and I can do it in the best way that I possibly can do it and I can enjoy every moment you will never enjoy lack I said you'll never enjoy lack how many people in this room has enjoyed lack Well, look at you never say, I'm done with it. Come on, shut it out, I'm done with it. I don't care if you're sitting there with millions, shut it out, I'm done with it in the name of Jesus. Millions is not even enough where we're going. Come on, supernatural, in the name of Jesus, shut it out, supernatural. Some of you'd sell anything just to get recognized. Well, I tell you, you know what? I got an opportunity down at this business. Oh, God, my God, they're going to give me six figures. You might, have, you might be selling out your birthright. 
Because you maybe were never supposed to work for six figures. Six figures is supposed to work for you. I said six figures is supposed to work for you. You putting the call of God on the shelf because you got some big fancy title? But what if that title was never supposed to be for you? Lift your hands and say, I'm wealthy because I'm wise. Shout out loud, I'm wealthy because I'm wise. Money comes to me from all roads and directions because I have the favor of God upon my life in the name of Jesus. The Bible says I'm blessed coming in and I'm blessed going out. I'm blessed in the city and I'm blessed in the field. Come on, say wisdom is the principal thing. See, see, if, if he wouldn't shout like that, I just, I don't, I just, I just wish you wouldn't shout like that. Well, if somebody would listen. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, wisdom is the key. Solomon realized that. Solomon didn't spend his time continually asking God for money. I'm going to read it to you. God spoke to Solomon and he said this, because this was in thine heart and thou hast not asked for riches and wealth or honor nor the life of thine enemies, neither yet has, have you asked for long life, but has asked for wisdom and knowledge for yourself that you may judge the people over whom I have made you king. Wisdom and knowledge is granted unto you. Lift your hands and say it. Wisdom and knowledge is granted to me and then it goes on to say and wealth and honor everybody say that now and wealth and honor such as none of the kings have had that have been before you neither shall there be any after thee have the like i want you to look at your neighbor and say just watch this spot because things are about to change because wisdom has been born in the inside of me and the wisdom of god lives in the inside of me and i'm not liking the way things are right now because they're about to change Amen. What he's asking you to do is to seek his face. Not to seek money, not to seek the opportunity, not to seek this, that, seek him here, seek him there, but to seek him. Because the Bible says that if you seek me, I will be found by you. I have to tell you this. I wish it was, but you know, wisdom is not necessarily every time inherited by the next generation. The Bible tells us in Proverbs 10 verse 1, a wise father can have a foolish son, but a wise son makes the father glad. I declare in this place that we're about to see people happy because of the lineage and the legacy of the blessing of God transferring from one generation woo, to the next. I sense the anointing of God on this. Woo, Hallelujah. 
I declare over you that all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge that are hidden in Christ Jesus are being revealed to you. That prayer, you working with God, you and the Father working together by the power of the Spirit, you being knit together in love, you, you, you with the assurance of the spirit of understanding, the spirit of revelation, the spirit of knowledge are unlocking the mysteries of the Father, that are unlocking the mysteries of God within you, that are inside you in Christ. You, ladies and gentlemen, are about to receive something that money could never buy for you, and it is called the wisdom of Almighty God. It will show you, it will lead you, it will take you, it will produce for you, and you will begin to see that it was indeed the Father's heart for you to have heaven on earth. Lift your hands and receive this now. In the name of Jesus, heaven on earth. You say, where did you see that? Colossians chapter 2, verse 2 and 3. It is the Holy Spirit, ladies and gentlemen, the Spirit of wisdom himself that gives us our gifts and our talents and our skills. Because even in Exodus 36, 1 and 1 Corinthians 12, it tells us that every wise-hearted man in whom the Lord put wisdom and understanding to know how to work all manner of work for the service of the sanctuary according to all that the Lord had commanded. He left nothing out. You may sit here today wondering and worrying about your life. How are you going to do this and how are you going to do that? Your prayers are filled with pleas to God. Help me. Sort this. Sort that. I don't feel good. Heal me. Touch me. But yet his wisdom lives with inside of you. God will do all of those things above. He'll touch you. He sent his son to save you, to heal you, to deliver you. He'll do all those things for you. But yet, why would we be remiss and dismissive of what he has made us to be? You see, in the Psalms, it tells you that ye are God's small g. You're not like the world. You've been born again, redeemed with the precious blood of the Lamb. You've been brought into the kingdom of God and all its promises and all that it entails of all inheritance that has been laid up for you and for me. I will no more be a son of God in heaven than what I am now. And eternity did not and will not start the moment that I die and go to heaven. Eternity started the moment that I gave my life to Jesus Christ. So if there ever was an heir to everything that the earth has, it's these precious people that are sitting in front of me today. You are an heir. You're not looking for the fat cat check from somebody. But we're looking to release that wisdom that is inside every single one of us that can change our world physically, relationally, 
and financially. Some people say, well, what's the Lord saying to you right now, Pastor Paul? I'm telling you. And it's time. It's time to step over. Go through that vanishing line and work now as the children of God. The children of light rather than the children of this world and the children of darkness. There are people in the world that are far richer than you. But if they have no health, what can money buy them? I was reading an article last night that the gentleman that started Red Bull, the company, became, I think, multi-multi-billionaire, 20-something billion. 51st richest man in the world, apparently. Richest man in Austria. Dead. Cancer. Money can't buy you health. But wisdom can keep you well. And if you get sick, wisdom can get you well again. You say, but what about people that have died? What about the people that live? I will say that again. What about the people that live? Lift your hand and say, I receive. That I shall live long and strong. How many people are actually releasing your faith right now? Do you know that your children, mom and dad, need you to live? Your little babies that you're having, you young parents. Your children need you to live. I will say that again. They need you to live. Sometimes people look at me and say, well, you're over 50 now, Pastor Paul. You know, you really, you know, you minister to a certain age group. No, I tell you, I minister to all age groups. And I wish I had known at 20 what I know today. And that is not a derogatory statement. That's a fatherly counsel. I want you to shout it out. I'm going to make it. One more time. How many people can feel this in your belly? Well, I can. Straight from heaven. But I'm willing to work with those and disciple the move of God. That we can actually afford to have a move of God. Shut it out, I'm ready. Oh, and the speaker's ready as well. We'll just give you two more and then we'll, we'll finish. Did you know that weapons of war, even in the time that we're living in right now, cannot hold out to the power of wisdom? There is nothing more powerful than the power of wisdom. Ecclesiastes 9 verse 18, take that scripture down. Ecclesiastes 9, 18. 
says this, wisdom is better than the weapons of war. I receive that. I said, I receive that. Ecclesiastes 7.19 says this, Wisdom strengthens the wise more than ten mighty men which are in the city. Let <laughs> me say it again. Wisdom strengthens the wise more than ten mighty men which are in the city. And do you know that Luke 21.15 says this, for I will give you a mouth and wisdom which all your adversaries shall not be able to gainsay or resist. Get ready, ladies and gentlemen. There's a power that's about to come out your mouth. I want you to say this. I'm, I'm, I'm done with idle words. I'm done with gibberish. I'm ready to speak power. Come on, how many people are ready for influence in this room? Come on, wave your hands to the Lord right now. Influence. Influence. What type of influence? Known as the, the court jester. Known as the clown from the circus. Known as the one that's always sick. Known as the one that's always broke. Known as the one that's always needing a handout. Known as the one that's always having to rob Peter to pay Paul. Known as the one for what? No, 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 listen. I'm not talking about a ton of investors coming and investing in your life so that you're always using somebody else's money. I want you to lift your hand and say, wisdom for my own money in the name of Jesus. Come on, shout it out. Wisdom for my own money. Wisdom for my own body. Wisdom for my own relationships in the name of Jesus. Say this with me. I bind, I bind. the spirit of offense. Do you know that when I preach these messages, you're going to be tested on them? You're going to get an opportunity to get offended. How's it going to come? It's going to try and come through someone. Something you don't like. I don't like how they're doing that. In the workplace, in the church, wherever. It's coming. Why is it coming? Because it's coming to trip you up. It's coming to slow you down. And it's coming to keep you like the same old, same old. But you're not the same old, same old. Because I tell you, there's a metamorphosis that has taken place. I'm telling you, in this church, there is a state of metaphor, metamorphosis taking place. And you were never going to stay the way that you came here in the name of Jesus. I'm telling you, if you were smart, you will stay in. And you will stay in for the long haul because you are becoming what it is that God has created you to be. You may think that somebody can open a door for you, and they may. But it may be the wrong door. But prayer will open the right one. You will get a witness that the people that are working with you are the right people. God will show you ulterior motives. God will keep you free. And if men do you wrong, they have to deal with God. But you know, at the end of the day, that's what I, that's what I, I lift my hands and sit down in my chair and I say, Lord, if men do me wrong, it's you they're doing it to it's not me. They can talk about me all they want. But truly, the wisdom of Gamaliel, when he stood up in the Sanhedrin and said, you better leave these men alone in case you were actually talking against God. 
Don't ever forget, God hears every conversation. You know, Karen and myself, 23 years in ministry, there are areas that we don't go in conversation. Karen has learned that I am not the dumping ground for everything that she's heard is wrong. We've had to learn what cap we wear. It's very important when you're in everything together. We've had to watch that we don't put our spin on it. How we feel about it. And always have to shoot for the high ground. But how does this affect us all? Not just us. I want you to shout it out. I bind the spirit of offense. Come on, say it again. I bind. Wisdom will give you the best relationships you could ever have. It'll bring you the best friends that you ever need. How many people know that God knows the very friendships that you need? Wave at me right now. He knows who it is that needs to be in your life. But they're in your life as much as you are in their life. And we're not there to tarnish and taint each other. We're there to bless each other. Well, I've enjoyed this message this morning. Begin to pray with me in the spirit all over this room. Hallelujah. Father, we glorify you. My prayer is for every person that things are changing now in Jesus' name. Come on, release your faith. Wisdom is the principal thing. Things are growing. Things are changing. I am changing. Father, we worship you. We worship you. We worship you. We worship you. Say this with me today. Changes everything. I have wisdom. Physically. Emotionally. Relationally. Financially, because the Bible says so. I am led by the Spirit of God in all areas of my life. I am led financially. I am led physically in the name of Jesus. From today, I'm going to set myself in agreement with the Word like never before. I am led by the Spirit of God and the voice of a stranger I will not follow. I believe that I have the tongue of the learned and I can speak what it is that needs to be said. The rhema word operates in and through me. Come on, operates in and through me every day of my life in Jesus' precious name. Like Solomon, I pursue wisdom and because of that, I receive in this life everything that I need that pertains unto life and godliness spiritually physically relationally financially everything changes today the spirit of wisdom and revelation lives in the inside of me today my steps are ordered of the Lord 
I walk in the direction of freedom. I walk in the direction of prosperity. I walk in the direction of everything that needs, everything that is needed. For the Lord is my shepherd and I shall not want. In the name of Jesus, if you believe that, give the Lord thanks and honor and praise right now. I pray that having the same spirit of faith that I believe, therefore I speak. And that these things came to you today, not by the unction of your pastor, but by the unction of Almighty God. I pray in the name of Jesus that as we continue to work through this, that we will see the unfolding, manifold wisdom of God. Pray it. Believe it. Seek His face like you've never sought His face before. And let's see together the manifestation of heaven on earth. And everybody said a big amen.